Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Diary of a Cartoonist. (laughs) Diary of a Cartoonist. D-O-A-C. Not D-A-O-C. Not Dark Age of Camelot. Diary of a cartoonist. It's get it straight. Come on. Come on. Oh man, you guys. <clears throat> what a what a couple of weeks I'm coming off of here. And it's been a while since we've done one of these. So thanks for your patience. Um actually I have a topic today. And I've decided to start bringing up topics that are either suggested by or inspired by uh, listeners. This one from Eric Skinner, like uh, Seymour Skinner, S-K-I-N-N-E-R, Eric Skinner. Thanks for your email that asked the question about, do I think I'll do the Extra Life comic until I'm dead? <laughs> uh well, Eric, let me let me try to answer this question the best way I know how, which is to say probably not. Um probably won't do a lot of things until I'm until I'm dead. Unless I die early. Now I die in a couple of weeks, yeah, I'll probably do that stuff right up till. Um but but let's assume I'm going to live to some ripe old like 81-year-old age, all right? Let's say that's possible. For me, that that that's in the cards. Uh, yeah, and that'd be great. By the way, I'd love to love to live long. That'd be all right. I'm trying to be a bigger jerk. You always hear that line. Uh, only the good die young. Did, didn't Billy Joel tell us that? Isn't that the great lesson of Billy Joel? Only the the good die young, <clears throat> and not to live in glass houses or something. Wasn't that his, his deal? By the way, was he in the We Are the World song? Or am I 
remembering that wrong. Can someone clear me up? I swear he was part of that. But I've had people tell me that that Billy Joel's got nothing to do. Nothing to do with we are the world. But I've got I have no independent confirmation. I you know, I'm sure if I went and searched for it, something on the internet would tell me whether Billy Joel was anywhere near that business, but I but I'm I'm too lazy tonight, so email me because I'll forget about it after this. Anyway, uh, to answer Eric's question, it's a kind of a hard question to answer. Um, I mean, the comic's, what, 11 years old this year? or uh, Yeah, this year. And um, in June it was. It'll be, it'll be 12 next year. Uh, it has been a huge part of my life and has influenced so many things about what I do and so many things I do outside of it have influenced it. And it's just as, you know, it's a really important thing for me. But occasionally I get this notion, right, that there is nothing written anywhere that says people who start a thing, a creative endeavor, let's say in this case, comic strips of some sort, need to stick to that same thing forever. You know, I could give you examples of Charles Schultz even, and I don't remember the name of the thing he did before Peanuts, but he did a thing before Peanuts that he was all into and thought was going to be his big deal and nobody cared about it. It wasn't a big deal. And it wasn't the big deal. It wasn't Peanuts. It never hit that level. Peanuts did. Why? Uh, who knows? Right time, right thing. Uh, whatever he did before this led up to that. I think once you hit a critical mass and you really nail it, I think then you do stick with it. And you kind of die with that being your your big your big project. But, you know... I could argue that Extra Life, while has, you know, it's found an audience and people like it. You know, after 12 years of doing it, it's it's never had the audience that I wanted it to have or or, or perhaps it has potential of having or or whatever. I mean, a lot of people, people who actively follow webcomics know about Extra Life. But if you don't do that, if if you're just an average dude, well, maybe a lot of average people don't know about webcomics. I don't know. It's so hard to gauge this this business, the business of webcomics. I mean, you have big names in it like Penny Arcade and PVP and maybe to a lesser extent me, but, uh, you know, they're not, it's hardly household names, at least on the larger, you know, on the larger scale. Maybe more now than ever, but still, after 12 years, you'd think, well... You're either going to hit it big or you're not. XKCD is a good example of something that just hit it real big. The Oatmeal is another uh, good example of enough critical mass that, you know, that's great. But if you go into a mall or or any kind of public place and yell, who knows what the oatmeal is, how many people are going to know? Pretty low percentage about just any any mainstream comic online, really. But everybody knows who Peanuts is and Snoopy and Charlie Brown and Garfield and freaking... Calvin and Hobbes and Farside, those are all very common. So the stuff that was in newspapers, that kind of tied the the greater public together. On the web, yeah, you get buried in a sea of lots of other choices. You know, it's like a big, big floating pile of confusion. And it's sometimes very hard to to see what rises to the top. So even the top stuff has to compete with this this vast sea of, of anybody can do it sort of mediocrity. 
And that isn't, I mean, there are some, I guarantee you, this is the other thing. I guarantee you there are gems of a comic. There's stuff out there. People are making some of the best work of their lives and maybe it will ever make certainly better than other people and better than other people are making, even those that are more well-known, certainly those that are published in papers. But the chance of people actually ending up seeing it is kind of rough. Like it's not going to probably happen for them. They have to really be special to get noticed in a big, big way. You know, the level of the Homestar Runner level, or I'm trying to think of another example. What's that weird, that talking orange thing on YouTube that, that got huge, and now they have like a Cartoon Network show or something? It's like stop motion orange guy. I don't really watch it. But you know what I'm saying, right? You know, the days of, you know, a, a videotape floating around and getting copied and passed around between many, many people from the South Park guys. I don't think those days exist anymore. The web, the internet has changed that all. Like how we, how we get stuff is, you know, how, how do you, that's hard to explain. How do you know, for example, and so much of it is timing, but how do you know, for example, the kid, the little British kids where the kid bites the other kid's finger and it's like the number one viewed video on YouTube of all time or whatever. A, how did they know that thing was going to... But they didn't know. They didn't know that was going to be a giant hit. It was just a funny video. It just happened to just hit all the right spots at the right time. And that's a really important part of this is time. Timing, really. So I'm saying, if you you had the biting video early in YouTube's life, everyone remembers it. And it got huge, and it's huge. You do that now, given the sea of things to see on YouTube, you put that same exact video out now, maybe get a 1,000 or 2,000, maybe even 100,000 views, but not... 300 million or whatever the one has now because it's a different time, different place, different whatever. And that makes such a huge difference. Would Charles Schultz have found the success he had had he not had what he had when he had it? Probably not. So that's such a, it's such an important big part of it. So anyway, I could talk about that for days and I really understand, you know, I mean, you're always aiming for what is the, what is the thing that's going to really catch? There's so many talented people working on such cool work and none of it catches in the way that they want it to. So I'm a big believer in the, you know, that whole, what's the line? Luck favors the, what is it? Luck favors the tired or whatever it is. People who work hard are more lucky because they're out there doing it and they, you know, luck comes their way because they happen to be where they need to be when they need to do it because they're working hard at doing it. I've really butchered that, haven't I? I don't. I don't know the saying. It's something, something to that effect. That is the end result of. <laughs> there is a phrase, and I just don't know it. Anyway, so back to the 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 question: Will I do it forever? Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, there there have been a couple of times, and even recently, where I've said maybe it's time to hang that thing up. Call it a day. Be proud of it. Put out a book compilation so people have something to remember it by. You know, just slap it on the button, say thanks, you know, and just and then and then start something new. Um, and I always pull back from that because I'm afraid of I'm afraid what that says or what that means. I mean, when you go from Bloom County to what was the thing he tried to follow that up with? I can't think tonight. My head's not working. Bloom County, and then he went on to make something else, but it had those characters in it. Anyway, whatever it was, it never, ever reached what it had before. It never quite got the same 
notoriety. It's like Dukes of Hazard, and then you make Enos the spinoff, or you have Alice and you make Flo, or once in a while you get lucky and you do Cheers, and then you have Frasier, and Frasier was a big hit, but it's that's the rare case, right? Usually these jump offs don't work very well, so I don't think I would do a spinoff. There's nothing to spin off anyway. I don't have any regular characters. My stuff's just kind of random. Um, and that that opens another question. Let's say I did shut down the comic and and launch something brand new, something fresh. Uh, I guess it could be character based, but you know what I love doing? I love random stuff. I would probably just keep doing a new comic that's a lot like what I do now. <laughs> you know. Actually, you know what my biggest problem is right now the the very good doing a great deed in this world charity the extra life uh children's charity hospital charity them taking that name they knew me by the way <laughs> kind of makes me mad but anyway they take this name and they make this thing and now there's this brand confusion that I can't do anything about or else I'm a jerk right so part of me was like well I just want to change the name but that's weird you know, like what if, I don't know, what if, uh, what if Charlie Brown or, or Peanuts changed its name to, I don't know, Banana Head or whatever, some new name that wouldn't have went over well. Can't change Calvin and Hobbes to Kid and a, Kid and a Tiger this week on Kid and a Tiger. Hi, Jinx and Sue, right? That would just be weird. Ugh. Get the hiccups. Drink something here. Hang on. This is a diary. You can wait. Oh, that's better. Water actually usually kills my hiccups. I don't know about you guys. I know there's always tricks, but that that does it for me. Anyway, what was I saying? What was the point of that? Oh, I can't just change the name. At least I think I can't. I mean, that's the thing. I've got in my head all these rules that no one's really given me, but I think they're there. Like, you can't rename your comic. You can't uh, relaunch it uh, with new characters. You can't spin it off. And most of all, you can't cancel it. But the truth is, I can do all those things. I just don't know what the reception would be. Part of me is like, well, just call it Frog Pants and put it on the Frog Pants site. Eh, that's a little weird because I got all this other stuff going on, right? That doesn't have anything to do with the comic as, as much anyway. Ugh. It's frustrating. I, I do think there'll be a day when I'll go, you know what? I've done what I want to do here. I'm going to start something new. Maybe it's episodic. Maybe it's character-driven. It's a sci-fi adventure. It's a fantasy tale. It's whatever. It's something else. Instead of the the other natural inclination, which is, well, I've got this one going. Let me do another one at the same time. That'll just murder my time. I can't do that. I can't do that. I've already learned that. Like experience points was awesome and I loved it. But the problem with experience points was I started as a pay thing. It was a gig and they quit paying and it still kind of had a fan base and they wanted me to continue it. But I, but I always felt weird about doing that for nothing because that's the whole reason it existed. But there's a lot of things I like about that and I kind of miss it. But at the same time, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop extra life and swap it for this, for this other thing. Am I? Maybe I am. I don't know. 
I, I, that's my point. These are all questions that are going through my head. It's not that big a deal right now. I'm not thinking about this at the moment, but it looms, you know, 12 years is a good long time. Nobody would, nobody would decry my, my uh, desire to change things up. Would they? Maybe they would. Some would say, oh, well, you got the fan base. They'll follow you anywhere. Eh, that's not always true. Like I can put up a post and say, hey, check out this. And people go, oh, my gosh, I'd buy that print. If that was a print, I'd totally buy it. And I'll read a ton of those and think, well, that's about 80 people said they'll buy that print. So let me make a print and I'll put it up. And then I let everybody know and three people buy it. Well, what about those 78 people that said they wanted it? Well, what changed? A lot of that comes down to people just say they want something when they really you know, when it comes time to decide, they don't actually really want it or need it. And so to say that everybody will just flock like, oh, all the extra life faithful have really enjoyed the comic over the last 12 years. They'll just roll on over to whatever else I'm doing. People don't like change. You know, they just they fear it. They think it's uh, threatening. Some do. Not everyone. I know it's not everyone. I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing here. All right. going to allow for a little generalization while I drink my water. Hang on. Oh, that's the stuff. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do. I'm not, I guess, well, yeah. I'm sure some people have some thoughts, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. And I hope this is answering Eric uh, Skinner's question. But it's a rough one, man. It's hard to decide. I mean, either way, i got to get this book out. I, here's what I'm going to do, and uh, hopefully there's some interest in it, but I'm going to do an, an extra, extra life's, uh, basically like a director's cut book. It'll be all my favorite strips uh, in the 12 years of the comic. And there's some early stuff I don't even have anymore because back then I wasn't saving them properly and I lost a hard drive once. And it's a long story. So I'm never going to do a complete collection style book, but I will do a, the, the ones that I like the most and maybe a few that are voted by you or something and then and then put that out and then I'll put some bonus stuff in there. So maybe, uh, some of the extra or some of the, um, what are they called? The experience point strips, maybe the, uh, Bigfoot diary or what was it? What did I call that? Bigfoot diaries, whatever it was. Yeah. Was that what it was called? I had fun with that for a while, but I just didn't have time to do it, but maybe put those in there as a bonus, sign them all, ship them anywhere, blah, blah. You guys have interest in that? Is that a thing to do? Because I'm not, I wouldn't do it so much for the money. I mean, I might kickstart it just so I can afford it, but I would do it mainly for just people who who want it. I mean, that's a way to that's a way to make the last twelve years permanent and and make make it you know matter more than just digital stuff on a screen, right? People still like their books, their hardbound but business. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. It's hard though. It's hard. In some ways that that comic is my baby. In other uh, in other ways it's you know, I needed to move out and go to college. <laughs> um I say that, but then, you know, I'll, I'll do something Monday that I just love I'll just love it. You know, and like I'm really ha- I'm really proud of the Lord of the Rings one that's up right now and and who knows, maybe the next one will be you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's a great question, though. Send, keep sending these in. These are these are fun to tackle. Uh, you can send emails, by the way, to myextralife. Myextralife at gmail.com. At gmail.com. 
and I'm uh, I'm happy to try to respond to these this way. Um, if you don't want your name read, say so. Eric said it was fine, but if if you don't, that's fine too. Uh, we'll I'll respect that wish. Oh, uh, what else is going on? I think that's about it. I'll, I'll let you go for now, but I will. I did want to point your your heads in the direction of the Frog Pants site, frogpants.com. Uh, click on the store link or the myextralife.com site and click on the store link. In there, in the uh, featured area, uh, right up top uh, to your right, I guess, is a greeting card collection based on some of the strips, but also just some other artwork that I've done on uh, on this comic we're talking about today dealing with the holidays. So it's a, it's holiday card sets. Uh, so you can send to your friends or whatever. There is uh, each pack comes with a set of 12. There are four of each, uh, four of three designs each and envelopes all included five by seven. So normal card size stuff. Perfect for the holidays. Uh, you really help me out. If you go over there and nab yourself one or two uh, sets of these things and uh, contribute to the cause. Uh, what else? That's it. All kinds of cool stuff going on right now, but uh, I'll, I'll leave you with that. That's enough to chew on right now. Love your feedback. Send it myextralife at gmail.com. And, of course, archives for this show can be found at myextralife.com and uh, on iTunes. Go search it out if you haven't before uh, or use whatever you use to listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to the feed, which will be on My Extra Life uh, on this very post. So good luck with that. Fair sailing, young traveler. See you next time. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.